Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. He always got straight A's, but his report card said he talked too much. This is the Roy Green Show. What an emotional, what an emotional day, three days. And uh, hearing the president of the Humboldt uh, Broncos, Kevin Geringer and the mayor, and knowing that there's going to be a vigil tonight, this is all such, it's, it reaches, in, it really reaches into your heart because it reminds you of what's gone on since we first found out on Friday that there had been this horrible accident. Uh, back with me is Dan Ukrainitz. Dan uh, was going to be the color commentator for the Friday night game between the Nippleman Hawks and the Humboldt Broncos. And joining us as well, and we spoke with him yesterday for a little while, Jared Fontaine. Jared is from Humboldt. He played for the Broncos, and now he plays for Trinity Western University. Uh, Jared, good to have you uh, back with us. Thanks for uh, Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. And Dan, uh, thank you for sticking around. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, and, and again, the, the whole community of, of Nippon, and, and really you're seeing it across Saskatchewan. Uh, every community has been touched in some way. I know uh, in the case of the Nippon Hawks, there was 12 players that at some point had played hockey with a member of the Humboldt Broncos. So it's just, it touches at so many levels and, and Saskatchewan is such a small community and small world here, and the Hawks community is even smaller. And it's just uh, the hard hearts of of uh, Nippon are, are right there with Humboldt. You know, it's a good thing to remember that, and particularly for people who live in these massive urban areas where there are millions of people, that just doesn't exist in Saskatchewan. There are smaller communities, even Regina and Saskatoon are smaller communities if you compare them to the big metropolises in this country. And there's a sense of family that exists. It, you know, there's competition where competition is necessary, but then at the end of the day, there's family because quite often families are intertwined, intermarried, and they, they know each other from the time they were, they were kids. Jared, as you were listening to the news conference and knowing this is coming from, uh, from your hometown and hearing uh, Mr. Garinger, the, the president of the Broncos and hearing the mayor, what were you feeling? What were you thinking? Um, yeah, I think it just there's that sense of no one really really knows how to handle it, and and um, everybody's kind of at a loss. There's just so many people involved, and like uh, it's really hard to organize your thoughts because mm-hmm. you know one minute you're you're thinking about one family, and then the next minute you're thinking about another family, and, and there's just so many families that you you want to think about and pray for and um, it's just it's just overwhelming, and I don't think anybody really knows how to to uh, organize that or, or or what to do. I think, and and you can hear it in his voice that like, yeah, like they're just kind of at a loss there. And uh, I think Humboldt's doing the best they can. No question. When did you play for the Broncos? Um, I played two years ago. 
I played under Darcy in his first year uh, as the Bronco coach. Okay. You told us yesterday that you were hoping to get in touch with uh, some of the family, some of the people, some of the folks you know um, in the community who were part of the hockey scene. Have you had a chance to do that? Um, yeah. Uh, so a lot of my buddies, uh, I think some of them went to the hospital there to to visit. Uh, we're kind of a close-knit group there. And uh, they actually got to, men- they got to, uh, to visit Caleb Dalton, one of the players on the team there. And uh, I just got a report uh, a little while ago that, uh, you know, he was kind of smiling and making some jokes. So that, was, that really felt good to, to, to hear that, that, uh, you know, even through all this, all this physical pain that he's going through, that he's, um, you know, keeping a positive mind and, and stuff like that. Um, my coach uh, for the Trinity Western Spartans is actually, I uh, stayed at my place last night in Humboldt, and uh, he's been in, in the hospitals, and um, he just says that, like, there's just a really presence of God in, in that uh, in that hospital there, and um, uh, yeah, he's just been praying with the players and and being around there supporting them, and uh, you know everybody's just trying to do the best they can, and it's really great to see, yeah, see that was, everybody kind of rally together through well, that. It was great news to hear that one of the players has been released from hospital as well. Mm, I didn't hear that. Who was that? Uh, they didn't say who it was, but a player has been released. Oh, yeah, so, that's so that's great news. So, do you do anything about that, Dan? Uh, yeah, I, I have heard that, and uh, I, I'm not entirely sure which player. I know there was one one player that actually he his family's uh, farm was right nearby, and he was running around making phone calls on the scene, and uh, I think was had been just taken into Saskatoon for observation. So uh, he, you know, probably out of this would become out as a hero in uh, in his efforts in that time, and and certainly won't want to go far from his teammates in the coming days. No, and uh, I imagine all of us uh, have seen uh, photographs of the of the scene of the accident, and clearly, I mean, that was an extremely violent crash. We, we know that uh, from from the results, of course. But it, it that also just, just reaches out uh, to you, and the, the, the overall picture is just one of just the uh, the loss, but then also, I think it's in a way, it's fortunate if you're looking for any kind of silver lining in this tragic reality. It's that there are, that this is an area of small communities and small communities that are very tight and people know one another and they have a shoulder to go and, and, and lean on. They have a family to sit down with. They have friends they can talk to. They maybe have billeted uh, players. Maybe those billeted players are coming back. Uh, all of that helps in the in the recovery for for the folks in in, in Humboldt, I would think, and the folks in Saskatchewan, and really uh, by extension across the country. Jared, have you ever heard heard anything about uh, folks going back to to Humboldt, to players, former players? Um, yeah, actually, I spoke with uh, another member. Uh, so in my first year under Darcy, uh, a member from that team is is from Manitoba, and I, I talked to him yesterday. He's He's driving up to uh, his name's Brett Friesen. He's driving up to the, the memorial there today, and uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm sure there's many others, but uh, that's kind of really all I've I've heard. He's he's heading down there. And uh, where are you right now? Uh, I'm in uh, Langley, BC, right now, and uh, I'll be there Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. Yeah. Guys, can you can you uh, stay a little longer? Yep. Yep. Okay, sure. let me take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back with uh, Daniel Kranitz and uh, Jared Fontaine. Dan was doing the, going to do the color commentary for the game on Friday, and Jared Fontaine is from Humboldt, and he has 
played for the Broncos as recently as two years ago. We'll come right back on the Coros Radio Network. He doesn't like bullies, and he'll call them out. This, this is the Roy Green Show. I'm looking at a story on Global News right now, globalnews.ca, and you will you'll get really excellent coverage on Global News. I'm not just saying that, but they are my go-to news source on uh, television, Chorus Radio Network as well. Here's the Global News story, Calgary Flames. Edmonton Oilers coaches bring gifts to Humboldt Broncos survivors in hospital as the city of Humboldt continues to come to grips with the devastating bus crash that claimed 15 lives on Friday. Supporters have been pouring in from the Hockey community all over Canada, including two NHL coaches who once called the province of Saskatchewan home, Calgary Flames coach Glenn Gulletson and Edmonton Oilers coach Todd McClellan were seen loading bags of gifts for the crash survivors into a van bound for the Saskatoon Hospital where the humble Broncos survivors were recovering on Sunday. I would think Jared Fontaine, who played for the Broncos, to have this level of support from within the hockey community and have the NHL and uh, and uh, the players and the coaches and the fans be so uh, involved and so emotionally caring that has to that has to really be uh, so something that is really valued by by everyone not just the players but the entire community I think um, just kind of that recognition um, uh, just to see that uh, the hockey world is 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 that small because, um, you know, it, some people might think you know the NHL's, you know, so above and so away from from all these small communities and and stuff like that. But they they too uh, like they too mourn and feel exactly what everybody else is going through. And and they uh, have jumped right back, right on board and they have come and support these these smaller communities because like these communities are small and they need help and uh, especially something like this that's that, like I said earlier, is so overwhelming in that they don't know how to handle. I mean, everybody's just trying to do as much as they can, and um, whether it be, like, uh, funding or whatever, um, yeah, the NHL's been doing great. It was, uh, it was really cool to see that the, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks and the Jets had, had the name bars, the Broncos, and, I mean, those are just little little things that I think just mean a lot to a community like Humboldt. Mm-hmm. And Dan, we mentioned uh, as well that uh, when uh, Shelton Kennedy was on the program yesterday, who was in that 86 crash with uh, Swift Current Broncos, where four players lost their lives, um, Shelton pointed out that in Norway there'd been a minute of silence before a, a hockey league game there, as the uh, people in Norway were very much aware of what had happened in, in Saskatchewan. What about, I asked you this earlier, I think, what's, um, in, in Nipawin, uh, the sentiments must be just, uh, they must be just as devastated, almost as devastated as the people in, in Humboldt. Not that you're pitting one against the other, but the, the feeling, as you said, across the province has to be one of absolute um, total mourning, and, uh, and now we're going to be starting to look for answers. It, it, it really is a, a feeling of devastation, and, and really it's, um, it's support in three ways. It really is support for Humboldt and the community and the, and the team and the surviving players that um, there is really a hard and nip one for that. Uh, and then there's also the factor of the first responders came out from here. And in these smaller communities, like uh, a town the size of Nipwin, uh, in this area, there is a, it's, a, it's a volunteer fire department. 
So these yeah. guys, one day they're they're a business owner or they're a, a, working at a gas station during the day, and then at night they put on their fireman's uniform and go out to a crash site like this and are exposed to that. And so um, I was at church this morning, and just just in the in the in the congregation there, I think there was four. Uh, gentlemen that had been out to the crash site and you could still see the horror in their eyes you could still see um, it, it was raw and fresh and so um, the people around them and and it really is it falls on the spouses and the families and uh, and so then it you know the rest of the community really wants to rally around them and then the third part of it is the Hawks hockey team where they had so many players and so there's a real uh, work to support uh, those players and uh, to, to really uh, you know, stand by them as well. No, that's a very good point you make about everything in the smaller communities. There's not a professional fire department. They might have a semi-professional chief, or even some of them might be able to afford to pay for a professional fire chief, but they wouldn't be able to afford a professional full-time fire department. So these individuals in the fire department, and we've maybe all seen volunteer firefighters do incredible work, but they also have to live with the, their experiences later on. And this is going to be difficult. Sheldon Kennedy, one of the first things he said to us yesterday on the air was, this is going to take a long time for the communities to to heal. And everybody better be prepared for that. It's going to take a long time before the communities heal. Guys, I thank you so much for joining us. Dan Ukrainitz and Jared Fontaine, thank you guys. Um, with Our thoughts are with you and with your communities. And and Jarrett, uh, I'll I'll stay in touch with you, and uh, when you're back home, is that okay? Yeah, for sure. Okay, thanks, gentlemen. All the best. Yeah. All right, thank hey, you. Bye. All right, Dan Ukrainitz and Jarrett Fontaine joining us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I want to play something for you now that was put together by uh, our Vancouver radio station. I wish I could. I had the note in front of me, and I could give credit to the person who did it. But uh, this tribute was put together, the tribute for Humboldt, Saskatchewan, was put together by our chorus radio station in Vancouver, CKNW. A nation in mourning, our hearts collectively with those in Humboldt, Saskatchewan. Following a horrific bus crash that killed 15 on the team bus and sent another 15 to hospital. We're grieving the loss of 15 members of the hockey community. The Humboldt uh, Broncos in the semifinals of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League playoffs on their way to Nipawim for game five of their series with the Hawks. All these kids, I, I, I know they woke up Friday morning excited about getting on the bus to go play a playoff hockey game and, and ready for it and, and can't wait to get into the arena because they're going to win a hockey game that night. And on the bus, they're bonding and enjoying themselves and talking because they're with their best friends. And every time you're on a team, those are your 19 or 20 best friends. The last thing that ever crosses anyone's mind is something tragic like this could happen. Tremendous response uh, to the scene. I would estimate RCMP resources at the scene and in and around the scene uh, last evening were in excess of 50 members. Those among the 15 killed in the horrific crash were the team's head coach, Darcy Hogan, assistant coach, Mark Cross, Captain Logan Schatz. One of my dear friends is the head coach, Darcy Hogan, uh, of the team who, who didn't make it. I worked with that hockey club for uh, three years. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a hard night. and it's, uh, it's been a hard day for sure. Being on the national team and we, you know, many of the games that we played in preparation for the Olympics were 
barnstorming across Western Canada, playing midget AAA and junior A teams, and met many of these boys. So it really, really hits home for me. There's not six degrees of separation in hockey. There's one or two. A GoFundMe page set up last night is well over $330,000 so far this morning, surpassing that goal of $100,000. In the last hour or so, it's increased by about $200,000. The GoFundMe page has reached more than $1.66 million in just about 20 hours. I can't thank the community and the nation and internationally thank everybody so much. Um, for all that they've done and what they're doing, and, and we have a long road ahead of us. A pastor of a local church opened his doors to the church for the families of the victims. Seeing, seeing somebody across the room and they got a phone call and then they, they headed out the door. I said, did they get, hear anything? So yeah, they found out their son's in the hospital and they went to go see him at the hospital. And, and that's a little bit tough for everybody else watching because, well, I don't have any news yet. And what does that mean for me? I remember the families trying to get information, whose kid it was. All they hear is it's fatalities. There's this many fatalities, there's that many fatalities. Nobody really knew. None of the parents knew. None of the parents knew. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, a, just a devastating, been a devastating night and day. And for these survivors, for their families, for their loved ones, life is really never going to be the same. Very powerful. Nikki Reitmeyer at CKNW Radio. I'll put that together. I, uh, I, can't, I can't imagine all the emotions that are being felt. I received an email from a, from a mom who, uh, who wrote that her, her son is playing junior hockey and he's billeting with the family now. And uh, she, she wrote, please don't mention my name. Uh, I don't want my son to be embarrassed. I don't think he would be, but I understand the sensitivities. But she said that she and her, her son were on the phone last night and and they were crying. So we weren't talking, we were crying. And that's just about how this whole country of ours feels right now. We'll be back. <laughs> 